So, welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings, and emotions on latest gaming, film, tech, streaming, news, and other random crap we feel like. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined with you, as always, by my co-host, Danny. Howdy. On this week's episode, we forgot to fill out the section that we talk about stuff. Yes. Um, but, Sony's buying Bungie. Uh, everyone still hates NFTs, but yet again. And uh, Facebook lost money. Thank you. We, th- thank you for doing that. Anyway, um, going on to rapid reviews. We are going on to The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 6, and they have clearly just given up on it. Yeah, they, they've they they've just given up telling the story of Boba Fett at this point. He does appear in this episode, shocker, yeah, that is for true. about five seconds. And he has no dialogue. It's just Fennec Shan. <laughs> well, he does have dialogue, but it's just mostly Fennec Shan talking. Yes. But yeah, uh, they've fixed... Luke Skywalker's face a bit, though. It does look they, better. It does look better. Didn't they hire the people who redid it again? Yeah, they hired the person who did the deep fake of the deep fake that they already used to deep fake. So it looks slightly better. My issue is still the hair. The hair doesn't move like hair normally would move. Do you know? I and didn't I, notice I it know. this time, especially when they had the scene, the wind in the trees. His head just didn't move. Yeah, I feel like it's because they have to keep his head still so that the mapping works better, so they can't move the hair. So the hair doesn't wobble, and he's got quite a like fluffy sort of hairstyle, and it just kind of sits there like static. It doesn't like... Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Uh, obviously, spoilers ahead. Uh, should have said that before we mentioned Luke Skywalker being in it, but hey, who cares? He's in it. Um, <laughs> uh, I reckon... They're 100% making Grogu take the armor because that that way they can continue. One, they don't have to keep up the facade that Yoda dies by Kylo Ren in the That's future. True. And you get to have more seasons with the Mandalorian and Grogu going on little fun adventures, even though he's no longer a Mandalorian or part of their Kree. See, I don't... I've still got a feeling there might not be. It might, it might take a lightsaber at- because at the end of the day... If Grogu does come back into the Mandalorian, it means this is this is Mandalorian. This show now, yeah. you have to watch this to understand Mandalorian season three. Otherwise, if yeah. they can take the lightsaber, you don't necessarily need to watch this. But damn, what do you think Disney's going to do? Make you interconnected into all of these worlds, or you just go, "Oh, he's back in season three. Nah, they're going to make you want to watch all of these. Yeah, but it'll be stupid. But mind you, this, this is stupid anyway. No, so. what's stupid is making a show called Book Boba Fett and then having two episodes dedicated to Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian and Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bad episodes. They're the best episodes that they've done. But th- that goes to show you how bad they fucked up Boba Fett. It just anyway, shows we'll get they, into it. They just shouldn't have yeah, th- Book of Boba Fett at all and just carried yeah. on Mandalorian. We'll, we'll get into all of this in our rapid, well, not our rapid review, our actual review, our fully fledged, full on review this week, because the final episode comes out this week, so this Saturday. Yes. Yes. But shall we move on? We shall. We will go on to Stream the Movie News Into My Head. I can't believe I forgot the title. It's actually been a long day, you know. And we're going to start off with our trailer news and The Boys, Diabolical. The Boys, animated show. Yes. Got an official trailer, not just a short one. Uh, and it just features Homelander f- making out with Homelanders. Yeah, it's a bit mental. And, and a burger shop. <laughs> and a burger shop. Vought a burgers. Doors are open and welcoming heroes of all ages, experiences, eight animated stories. 
Uh, so yeah, it was kind of a weird trailer. Also, I'm pretty <laughs> sure still- the, the guy voice over here isn't that the guy who plays Rand in Inside Job? Yes, I think so. It sounds very familiar. The dad of the daughter in yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just yeah, it's it's a good trailer. We get the laser baby again, lasering off people's arms to show the gore and the blood, and then we just get Homelander making out with two other Homelanders. Yeah, that's, that's it's uh, it's a bit weird. But I'm I'm going to watch this show. I don't, I don't know how I feel it. about the animation style. It seems a little clunky, but hey, nothing wrong with clunky. It's yeah. gonna be good. I mean, I watch it, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna be good. I, they're short stories, so I feel like they'll be quick. If they're gonna try and drag these out like week to week, I imagine it'll just drops at one time. I don't imagine seeing them drop this week to week. Hoping, but then Amazon does. Dro- well, Amazon does drop stuff week to week. Well, they have to start doing three episodes a week. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see on March 11th, whenever this comes out. March, I think. It came out March at some point. Something March. When does it come out? March. March 4th. 4th of March. Yeah. Anyway, going on to our next news story. The Adam Project, Knives Out 2, and others are all coming out on Netflix 2022. Yeah, so so Netflix released a trailer for all of the 28 movies that are coming out this year on Netflix. Uh... And they did a trailer style where they have all of their movies cut together and they have all the actors in those movies talk to the camera about how cinema is the perfect thing. Um, And you got the likes of Chris Hemsworth, Jamie Foxx, Wait, cinema is the perfect thing, so they're going on to Netflix? Hmm? How cinema is the perfect thing, so it's all going straight to Netflix? Yeah, pretty much. Hey, look, you love these things. We're going to put them all on Netflix because we paid a lot of money for these actors. Because we got Ryan Reynolds, we got uh, he- Henry Cavill, Millie Bobby Brown, because we got Nola Holmes 2, Knives Hell, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Adam Product, which stars Ryan Reynolds, and uh, an upcoming sci fi flick starring Ryan Reynolds. The Adam Product sees a time traveling pilot team up with his younger self and his late father, Mark Ruffalo, to come to terms with his past while also su- saving the future, except timeline paradoxes and plenty of witty one liners from Ryan Reynolds. Is so. Nola Holmes? Was that our was that our first episode? That was our first review. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also have Millie Bobby Brown talk to the camera like she does in the thing, and then she complains about everyone else talking to the camera because that's her thing. <laughs> Even though comedy ensues. So many other things said beforehand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got. So, just coming out from Netflix this year, we have Tes- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Adam Project, Choose or Die, Senior Year, uh, Day Shift, Enola Holmes 2, The Grey Man, which has Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, Anna Diarmas, Jessica Henwick, uh, and a lot of other people. That looks good. Anything with Anna Diarmas in, I'm up up there with. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Knives Out 2, we got to look at. It's on a boat? That could be fun. Uh, yeah, that'd be So, they're going to have... Well, they're going to compete with Death on the Nile, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. going to be funny. Uh, Matilda, uh, based on the Roald Dahl book. Uh, Me Time, Mothership, The School for Good and Evil, Slumberland, Spiderhead. They cloned Tyrone. So, hey, look. Got a lot of shit coming out on Netflix. I'll watch some of it. So I thought they had Extraction, because I don't know what Chris Hemsworth's in. Maybe yeah, that's what I was thinking. Ex- but yeah, it's not there, is it? 
No. Uh, that, that might not all be all of them. I, I, that was just what's shown on the article, but maybe the extraction is coming out this year still, but they just haven't. Because Chris Hemsworth's in the trailer, so it's got to be that is the one that has Chris Hemsworth in it. Well, not necessarily. Chris Hemsworth looks a bit more smart. That's I'm like yeah, in maybe this trailer. Yeah. So maybe he's just in something else. Probably. I'm sure Netflix is paying him a lot of money to be in stuff. Maybe it's for four Ragnar. Uh, nope, four Love and Thunder. Maybe they've stolen that off Disney. Maybe he's in a business suit for four Love and Thunder. Uh, and then our last trailer is Super Pumped. The Battle for Uber, which um, stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. And it's basically how Uber became the hellhole, horrible company that it is based on its uh, CEO. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. This actually looks sort of interesting. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, you can see the uh, rise of Uber because it's like a lot of like bad shit that they've done to get to the place where they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they bas- they've basically lied a lot. They lied about their numbers. They lied to co- they lied to a lot of people about their actual statistics. There's been a lot of like people, like the the um people who drive the cars have had a lot of issues where people have been like taken, raped, stuff like that, and then they've just done nothing about it. <laughs> so, and it's just how the CEO and everything and all these people knew, and it's just like I'm very persistent and I will get what I want, and I will, uh. So, it's also the first installment of a super-pumped anthology series, which each season will explore a story that rocked the business world to its core and changed the culture. So, we're going to get a bunch more of these types of movies. Uh, Super-pumped The Battle for Uber tells the story of one of the Silicon Valley's most successful and most destructive unicorns, Uber. The season pivots on Travis Kalanick, Uber's head hard-charging CEO who was ultimately ousted in the in a boardroom coop and his sometimes tumultuous relationship with his mentor Bill Gurley, the plain-spoken brilliant Texan venture capitalist who bets his uh, sterling reputation on Uber's success and then he has to live with the consequences. Furman stars... Uh, yeah, well, that's just a bunch of people. Yeah. It looks good. I'm gonna maybe watch it if it comes out. It's, just, it's for showtime, so I don't know if that'll come to the UK. I don't know. Probably what- not. Who knows? I'll probably illegally stream it if I have to. Uh, moving on to casting news. Uh, this is going to be a little all over the place because it's kind of segues onto other stuff. Well, not this one, but other stuff segues, and it was easier to put it in other segments. But uh, yeah, Dakota Johnson in talks to lead Madam Web movie for Sony. So this is perfect because Dakota Johnson uh, was in Fifty Shades of Grey, and Madam Web is basically an old lady who sits in a bunch of bondage webs. Is that of Well, I think Madam Web is basically uh, the gatekeeper of the timeline for Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, Madam Web's like this old woman who sits, who's got like in a wheelchair and basically um, uh, is basically the gatekeeper of um, I'm like, like a the whole film out Metaphor. Yeah. It does not sound good. What are Sony doing? They're um, actually trying to make a Spider-Man have, universe without Spider-Man. Madam Web is a fictional character appearing in comic books published by Marvel Comics. She first appeared in The Amazing Spam. Uh, yeah, come on. Give me give me what she actually is. Madam Web was a clairvoyant and precognitive mutant who first showed up to help Spider-Man find a kidnapped victim. 
She was not one of the mutants that lost her powers during the decimation storyline. She was attacked by... Se- uh, blah, blah, so she's blah, a mutant, blah, but yeah, she's also a Spider-Man villain. No, she's she's not a villain. She's oh. the... Uh, she's just a... She's the gatekeeper of the time. Like the web of the universe. So how do Sony you, own this character then? Because it's a Spider-Man character. Right. Because it's a Spider-Man character, she got tied into the Spider-Man thing, which means because so- Sony owns every Spider-Man character yeah, yeah. Like, or thing related to so- Spider-Man. And because she's part of the Spider-Man meta lore, she gets that. Also, she's the grandmother of the sp- fourth Spider-Man woman, Charlotte w- Witter. Oh, look! Uh, Wikipedia's also got Dakota Johnson will play Madame Webb in an upcoming solo film set in the Spider-Man universe. The Spum universe, I think it's called. The spum that does not that's not a good name. Yeah, I, I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it is spum. <laughs> like it's um hang on. Spum universe. Meanwhile, um, going carrying on to uh other Marvel news, Channing Tatum really wants to play Gambit. Now this was rumored a long time ago. The Gambit movie oh, for X Men s- never really came spunk. out. It was it's actually Spunk Universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Sony's film projects have official name. Okay, so it's the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Spump. They're a dumbass. <laughs> no, Whoever came up with that name Sony- is, uh, <laughs> is honestly, sack them now. Yeah, but that, that was the official name. Uh, yeah, this was basically, Channel Tatum basically said that he hasn't watched a Marvel movie since they cancelled his movie, and he really wants to continue trying to play this character in the Marvel universe if they let him. And honestly, I, um, I still want to see it. I still want to see a Gambit film. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that Chadham Tatum was apparently so distraught that he didn't want to watch any other Marvel movies. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, I really want to see Gambit because I'm into magic and all that, so. Uh, yeah, but I just don't see Chadham Tatum doing it. it Maybe not, but I still want a look... Gambit film. Why? <laughs> because magic. It doesn't look like... It's just a guy who throws playing cards. I know, but it'd be so cool. Uh, sure. You wouldn't understand. I would. I watched X-Men, the one where he's in it, the bad Wolverine one. Yes. Wolverine Origins. Nope. Is that one? Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. X-Men. Yeah, it is, yeah, because it's got bad Deadpool. Um, yeah. Uh, that film was just bad. Yeah. Uh, that film was just, how can we ruin as many characters as possible? To be honest, that was the first uh, look I ever saw of Deadpool. And honestly, I kind of didn't hate it when I first watched it. And then when I watched, like, when I saw what Deadpool was meant to be, I was like, oh, I finally get why people are so mad. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. If you don't know the characters, then you're not mad. But if you know the characters, you get very mad. Um, But yeah, uh, speaking of characters that everyone loves... Uh, even Tom Holland wants Andrew Garfield in the Amazing Spider-Man Three. I do think Sony should do this because they don't have a Spider-Man necessarily to, to be on yeah, their own they universe. Do. Well, everyone wants Tom Hardy and uh, Andrew Garfield now to team up. I think they should. Andrew they should Garf- be. Andrew Garfield never got to fight an alien. That would be um, cool. That would be good, and I'm sure Andrew Garfield would love to do it again. Yeah, I'm sure. He, well, he agreed to do this uh, last Spider-Man movie because he loved playing the character. Also, I imagine he got paid a fuck ton of money. <laughs> yeah, but imagine uh, Tim McGuire probably got a lot more. Nah, I reckon they had to compensate Andrew Garfield for having to go on every television show and lie to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
basically, because that uh, Toby Maguire didn't do anything like promotion wise because that, he's not been acting since like 2017 or whatever it is. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I reckon that they paid Toby Maguire more. Maybe, but maybe they already paid him to appear in Doctor Strange, as everyone is speculating. Who knows? Indeed. Um, and then finally, and then speaking of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, speaking of No Way Home, uh, there's deleted scenes seemingly to include extra footage of cameos coming to the digital home release. Yeah, so this is supposedly the DVD and Blu-ray release will include include over a hundred minutes of bonus footage. It kind of, so, I kind of <laughs> wanted that. I'm honest. Yeah, like a hundred minutes of. It's basically probably just going to be behind the scenes of like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland hanging out. Um, and then it's just like, so someone's posted kind of some of the scenes, a delete, uh, interrogation scene extended Peter's day at Midtown high, uh, undercroft montage, happy's view, very good lawyer, the Spidey's hangout action choreography across the multiverse, a spectacular spider journey with Tom Holland, realities collide, spiders unite, graduation day, enter strange, we've John Watts web and a lot more stuff so it looks like there's going to be a bunch of other stuff uh, and I, I might watch it if I ever buy a DVD again yes to be honest if it does actually have a hundred hundred minutes extra and there's actually part of the film not just all bonus no, features I, it, it, it will just be bonus features well, it won't be dead, in it? Like, who wants that just- they're not going to fucking finish the CGI just to put it in the movie Dan it's, they'll, also most of it will probably just leak on YouTube that's true. Someone's going to upload. Yeah, someone's going to upload it to YouTube. So we'll watch it then. We'll watch all of the clips that everyone goes, Oh my God, it's a Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland interacting more. Ah, just my pants. Okay, now yeah, thanks for that. Anyway, just going on to TV some shit. other random movie news. Uh, it takes two well, it's to... It's all game related, so it's a good segue for the next segment. All right, calm down. I'm like, I mean, I just said that at the end. But technically it's not because I fucked it up because I put a segment in between. <laughs> so it's a good segment to the other segment, but it's not the segment that you'd think it was. It Takes Two developer teams up with DG2 to adapt g- the game for film or TV, says Variety. Yeah, I thought you'd like this because it takes I two, do, you enjoy but it. I, at the same time, don't I don't think it's needed. The game sort yeah. of works as it is and it's quite fun. Yeah. I've got a storyline to it already. I don't, I don't think it needs it. Also, I don't know how they're going to do it, because most of the game is just mini-games. So is it just going to be a bunch of adults dressed as puppets running around smashing little games? No, no, I said a lot of it is, a lot of it, it's, most of it is puzzles. You do have a lot That's of mini-games in there, but they're sort of just yeah. side things. That's what I mean, it's just like games, it's just actual things. I think it's like, 11 hours of sort of... Also, it's a crazy looking game, so I don't know how the fuck they're going to adapt this to TV. Yeah, I don't think it would work. Well, we'll maybe, have to but... have a look. We'll have to have a look. Uh, speaking of more adaptations, uh, X-Men scribe David Hayter boards TV adaptation of EA's American McGee's Alice game, uh, the Hollywood Reporter reported. <laughs> um, you've probably never played the American McCree, McGee's Alice in Wonderland games, have you? No, but why does he hate David? Um, because he hates himself, Dan. Oh, that's... don't we all? Good joke, Dan. I'm, I'm glad you did that. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at home. 
I thought it was like, pretty good. P- people are having this awkward conversation with their boss now because they were in a meeting and they had their earphones in and you told that joke <laughs> and they laughed so hard in the meeting <laughs> that they interrupted it and now they're having to explain this awkward situation to their boss. Someone's in labor and their husband is sitting in the corner listening to our podcast <laughs> laughing Why? and they've, you've just ruined <laughs> that awesome moment, Dan. All right, so then never mind. I won't tell a joke uh, ever yeah. again. Oh, thank fuck. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to bring this up because I liked the uh, Alice Returns game, and that was the only thing. So I, I, it's kind of a darker take on Alice in Wonderland. Um, and so it would be interesting to see that uh, made into a TV show because it's kind of just a it's kind of a fucked world. Maybe and interesting. Anyway, maybe the, interesting. The, maybe another Legion. Yeah. Pfft, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think anything of anything and then everything happened uh and then this could be the greatest thing in the world dan yeah dave Dwayne, johnny boy johnson to star in a call of duty film it's finally happening yeah your favorite favorite franchise yeah this will be hell he already played doom and now we've got him in call of duty the same action franchise all owned by microsoft scary enough but yeah, uh, this will be interesting if this is actually... Because this is just reportedly. This isn't actually confirmed yet. This is just like the Rock tease that he was going to be in an action, uh, a video game right, movie. Right, So it's just and someone put two and two and together if, and like, oh yeah, it's it's Dwayne Johnson Call of Duty. Well, he's not going to be playing Alice and M- American McCree's Mergie's Alice, is he? Well, he could. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's playing in Call of Duty. Well, I think it's the most, the most like one that they're gonna do, because it's just the one that makes the most sense. Also, The Rock will only ever play an action star. So that is true. He does not have any emotional character depth at all. No. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I'd ever watch this. I'd have to watch this because of our podcast if it does come out, <laughs> because I'm sure we'll do a review on it just to talk how bad it is. But considering I haven't played Call of Duty... That is very pessimistic of you. I will not have that. It could be the greatest film you've ever seen before. It could be, but I doubt it. But we'll move on. So this was going to be... This is kind of gaming news, but it's not. But it's no fucking fangs. Yes, our NFT news. Yes. Uh, There's still more of it. But all of it's bad. Like every bit of NFT news. Uh, so developers of Team 17's published game Slam Worms NFT plans. Uh, basically, uh, Team 17, the owners of a bunch of games, uh, tried to put NFTs in like worms. And then a bunch of developers went, no, thank you. We're not going to do that. Uh, fuck you. We're going to just stop publishing our games with you. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, only one, only one did. Um, but a bunch of other ones just said we're never going to put NFTs in our game. Uh, so Ghost Town Games, developer of Overcook, uh, one of teams, have, uh, released a statement via Twitter saying they did not support NFTs. Agro Crab just basically said we're gonna uh, take our games off your platform, <laughs> and then immediately after all of this controversy came out. Uh, Team 17 went, we're cancelling our plans for NFTs. We were just joking. We didn't mean it. We don't want to do it. Please give us more money. Please don't take your games off our thing and cause massive hysteria in our 
gaming thing. We didn't want. We weren't. We're not gonna do it anymore. We promise. Please stay with us. We want your money, but not your money in NFTs anymore. Um. So yeah, that's a fun thing. It just goes to show you, gamers are the biggest hindrance to NFTs at the moment. Yes, that uh, is true. And because of that, EA is now having second thoughts about NFTs. Yeah. Everyone is... Although, there are two studios that are doubling down on it. Really? Uh, Square Enix. Square Enix has said they're 100% doing NFTs. And Ubisoft, like last week, have said they're 100% doing it. And they're just going to force it. But even EA, the most money-hungry company in the world, has said they're not going to do NFTs as potential <laughs> so so just three months after describing nfts and the blockchain as the future of our industry electronic arms seems to have eased up a bit in an investicle following its q3 2022 earning report ceo andrew wilson suggested that the future may not as be as clean cut as he thought saying the company is not hard driving hard on them so they've basically gone look at all the backlash everyone hates this let's maybe not become even more hated than we already are because we've got a fucked game at the moment and no one's playing it <laughs> and we need people. I think it's just EA in general. It's not just one game. Also, FIFA 22 has been fixed, apparently, since mm. it was re- its release. Uh, and then more NFT news, sadly. Uh, but these are just funny. More than 80% of NFTs created for free on OpenSea are fraud or spam, the company says. It's almost like so, if you want to make an NFT, it has to cost you money for it to be legit. Yeah, but it's also so funny that uh, basically they introduced a feature to... Uh, I think someone introduced a feature on uh, to stop people from like stealing NFTs. But what it meant was that because people were stealing them so fast that the people who actually owned them couldn't verify that they owned it before the people who had stolen it verified it. Oh, really? So they, yeah, it was just like, oh, shit, we can't actually verify because people have just stolen our artwork so quickly. And because we're trying to verify it, they've already verified it. So it now loan all currents and it's just like a mess. Uh, and yeah, so it's just like even OpenSea knows that 80% like its content is a fake or a scam. Good and job, just, NFTs. Yeah. And then last bit, NFT ownership is concentrated to just 0.1 of the crypto owners. Yeah, because most people who invest in cryptocurrency don't care about NFTs. Yeah. Uh, also, only less than 400,000 NFTs have ever been sold. Excellent. So, after all the hoo-ha and the hoopla and the bing-bang-bongs, NFTs are basically non-existent. <laughs> And hopefully they all die. Although apparently uh, Binance offered me an NFT mystery box. I've been offered a bunch of NFTs because for some odd reason our email is tied now to every fucking crypto scammer in the world and wants to send us email. Well, maybe maybe a public email out on a free podcast. Yeah, maybe that's a stupid idea. Who knows? Uh, Anyway, let's move on. To what actually is gaming. Yes, we've lost a controller of the newser. And we're going to start off small and then build up. But New York Times buys Wordle in the biggest acquisition of all time. Yes. Um, they paid like close to seven figures or somewhere in the range of seven figures for Wordle. Like 70 million? No. Seven figures is, no, seven figures is one million to ten million, Dan. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> no, seven figures is ten, ten to a hundred. No, it's the low figures. I can't remember what it is, but it's not... Seven they figures didn't pay is in between 10 and, 10 and 99. 
Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> but it is. Seven fingers. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe I spoke wrong. I don't care. But they bought it. I didn't know what word it was until this news came out. And apparently it's the biggest thing on Twitter. And then I finally understood why people were posting squares that were colored and gray and orange or yellow. Did you know what Wordle is, Dan? Nope, no idea. So basically it's a game where you have five letters and you type in a word that contains five letters and then it will go, if you've got a letter that's correct and in the right place, it will go green. And if you've got a letter that's in it, but in the wrong place, it will go yellow. And then you have to guess the word as you go down and you get six attempts. And it's you're trying to go less attempts to get as good as you can. Have you ever typed into Wordle into Google? Yes. And it does that. It changes Google into Wordle, like the logo. I don't know. I don't care. So basically, I've just typed into just Google, typed into Word, just type Wordle, and then it's changed the logo into Wordle. So it's changing the letters. Yeah, because it's popular now. So Google will integrate some. That's pretty cool. Uh, history, also, uh, some fun things about this. The guy who made Wordle is called Joss Wardle. Uh, so that's fun uh, also it was bought by the New York Times and they're going to put it on their thing and they basically said we're not planning on making it uh, paid yet <laughs> yet <laughs> but that, that so they're basically they're going to have an, uh, a free version and then if you want to play more you'll probably end up having to pay it um, so that so it basically grew from about 90 users on November 1st, and that number grew to 300,000 by the middle of this month. And now millions play the game daily, according to the Times announcement. So wow. it's the biggest thing in the world. Uh, I played it once, and I just guessed penis, pussy, uh, and then just other random rude words to see if I could get the word using that. But apparently the game doesn't put rude words in, so. It's funny that. Yeah. Funny how that works. But yeah, um, we're moving on, going on to Battlefield 2042. The first season has been delayed to focus on addressing players' criticism. Yeah, so <laughs> they don't have a season anymore. They're just fixing all the problems with the game because people are leaving in droves. It's also now the most, I think, hated Steam game. Is that I think it finally took. I think it took that position recently. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, this is just, they're, they're just basically delaying their season because they need to fix all the bugs. So it was meant to come out uh, sometime this like couple months. And then they were like, ah, shit, no, we still need to fix all the other stuff. Uh, so three of the, so coming soon are voice chat, player profile and redesigned scoreboard. So <laughs> they're finally putting back in the things that people wanted. <laughs> it's almost After. like. I know. That's something that every game should come with. Well, they did have them, but they weren't what people wanted, and so they're now putting uh, other stuff in that people did want. It's just funny. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so happy that I, I'm not a fan of Battlefield, because otherwise so, I would yeah. be so disappointed. So they're putting voice communication uh, and player profiles, uh, a tighter squad loop, including a refined ping system, Feedback based on improvements to gunplay, so you'll actually maybe be able to hit stuff when you shoot, because that game had the worst hit registration I've ever seen in a game when I played the beta. Uh, improved reward loop, expanded tools, mods, and tweaks to player experience gains in Battlefield Portal, uh, and some other stuff. But yeah, it's just funny. This game crashed and burned, and now they're doing damage control. <laughs> kind of like 
Uh, Cyberpunk. But because ga- the thing is, because games take so long to develop and uh, f- fix and stuff like that, it it's gonna be a little while before anything actually happens because it takes so long to fix problems. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's gonna take ages, and the game is gonna be left behind, I imagine. But maybe they should have delayed it a bit, like our next game. Yes, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has had its first delay into 2023, which I'm sort of sad about, but at the same time, uh, Gotham Knights is still coming out this year. Well, potentially. Potentially. I'm hoping Gotham Knights still comes out this year. It was delayed already once. Well, it is It is the possibility it could be delayed again, and then you'll have to wait another year. And to be honest, even then, I wouldn't be that unhappy still, because I'm planning on getting a PS5 so I can play the games. Yeah. So, and now you have to be able to get one, so by the time it comes out, you might have one. Yeah, also, also because, well, supposedly next year, The Wolverine and Spider-Man are out. Yep. We have two games, games I'll that, probably you know. still not play. Yeah, probably not, but I love them, so... First game that I probably won't play as well is GTA 6, which has finally been confirmed to be in development by Rockstar. It's taken long enough. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what, after the announcement of the uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X updates. When do you reckon which are coming it's going to come out? Uh, well, oh, we've got to debate whether or not it's released. Well, it's got, it's got to come out before the next Elder Scrolls, or it could come out after the next Elder Scrolls. Because both are the longest games to be wanted by people. Uh, so I'm going to say, I find it would be more funny if it came out before Elder Scrolls. The next one. When's the next Elder Scrolls come out? It doesn't have a release date. Oh, does it not? <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it's um, because they've got to finish the Starfield thing and then they'll actually develop it. Or like actually focus all their stuff on it. I do so, imagine it will come out before. Well, it's owned by Microsoft now, so it could come out a lot quicker because they might Microsoft might force the development, like m- put more people on it because they've now got more money. Um, but yeah, and then last bit of news for the just random game news before we get into the big chunky side of the week uh, <laughs> is uh, Steam will now tell you how much space a game requires before you try to install it. I swear it's already always done this. Uh, Probably this was just a thing that popped up, and I was just like, "Well, maybe they've done this before. Maybe they haven't." But I think it's just before you try and download it. Oh, uh, Valve is making okay, a change. Yeah, yeah, so currently uh, you click download, and then it'll tell you the size. But maybe they yeah. just tell you before you buy the so game. Valve is making a change to Steam that will finally let users see how much storage space a game requires without having to try to install it first. In fact, if you're signed up for the Steam beta client program, you could take advantage of the new feature right now. But yeah, it just means that you can actually see how much this game will take to install before you try and install it. Um, Which seems yeah. like a good idea. Who would have thought they should have maybe put that in? <laughs> But let's move on to the big thing that we missed. Yes, because this because came out... Because it came out, went off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monday didn't come oh, out. yeah, fuck, we didn't talk about the Halo trailer. <laughs> or was that... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... We talked about the teaser and then the fucking... Yeah, so basically, we, had, we fucked up twice. Because the way that we record this program, uh, we recorded it, and then the Halo trailer launched as soon as we'd finished recording it, or like midway through the tra- uh, program. So yeah, the Halo trailer came out. Uh, it looks fine. It looks generic sci-fi, um, and it's Halo. 
So, hey, it's cool. Uh, Cortana looks weird as fuck. Because uh, she's not blue enough and the face looks like a digital AI, which just looks weird when you put it next to real humans. Kind of like Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. I mean, uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, anyway, Bungie has... And then and then Bungie came out on w- Monday when we released the podcast. <laughs> so we've had to wait a week. Yes, so Sony yeah. has now acquired Bungie for is it 3.9? 3.6. 3.6. 3.6 billion. Yes, 3.6 billion. 1.2 billion of that is meant to retain the Bungie staff. Which is good. It means they're keeping the staff. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were like, ha, suck that, Microsoft. This is in a retaliation to you buying Activision. No, it's not. Because these deals take months. As stated, it took six to five months for this deal to go through. So this is not a, a, a thing towards the Activision acquisition. It's probably more along the lines of a retort to the um, Bethesda acquisition. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's to do with that one, not the Activision one. Yeah. And also... Uh, So basically, they're not buying it for the exclusivity rights because they've basically come out and said they'll be independent and they'll still be a multi-platform developer. Uh, They're buying it because they want the expertise of Bungie on their multiplayer things because uh, in a thing, when they did a conversation about this, they basically said... uh, PlayStation plans to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. So they're basically buying Bungie because Bungie is the biggest live service, one of the biggest live service games out there. Yeah, that's true. Um, And so Bungie has the expertise to know how to manage schedule. I'm sure people would complain that they don't do it well. I'm certainly in the camp that they've struggled, but they certainly have the infrastructure to no, I think Bungie uh, do struggle, do. but they are—they are a small team. They're not that big. Yeah, they are, and this uh, basically. So they're basically buying it for that to help with their live service games that they're going to make. Uh, they're doing it because they want to bolster their TV and movie division, which I'm fucking looking forward to if they ever do greenlight TV. Uh, they and definitely, a hundred percent, yeah, greenlight a Destiny. Something. Destiny TV show or Destiny movie. I look forward to what that would you, immensely. What would you want them to do? So I, I've said this before. I want them to do before the games. I want yeah, them to do... I was thinking this. I would love them, I would love them to do the Golden Age. Yeah, the Golden Age of the world. I have the Golden like, Age as or the tra- actually the very beginning, which is like Warlords. The Traveller. Well, the Traveller comes. Well, the, tra- the Traveller comes or they do sort of... Well, that's just, the thing. Just they, after they could do anything. And do the Warlords and the Iron Lords. Yeah. That'd be cool. But yeah, don't do anything from the game. It's not. Nah, it's not worth uh, it. Which they probably will, but I mean, because that's what they're doing with Uncharted. They're just doing the game. Yeah, they're doing. I I hope that's the thing. I hope that because I think The Last of Us is doing something different. They're doing similar storyline, but they're doing a different take of that universe. So that's what I want. Uh, if they're gonna do it, do it differently. But that's why I didn't want them to do Joel and Ellie when they did The Last of Us. I think they should have just done. A, a a series in that universe but not Joel and Ellie and then you would have done it but they need to get people in on the show so they're going to do Joel and Ellie because that's the most profitable thing yeah I, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Bungie will have a say in how it'll run oh yeah they're, they're going to be to- they're still totally 100% independent of uh, Sony so they'll 
They're just basically all it is is Sony's injecting a shit ton of money into productions uh, to help with development of their things. Because Bungie is working on another game. They are, yeah. They got, completely separate they got, from uh, the Because I can't remember who injected like a hundred million or something into their um, company to help develop their... I think we covered it. I can't remember. Or it was a while ago. But Bungie did get a bunch of money to uh, help develop their next game, which is also a games of service type of game. I thought, uh, but it I might, thought it was it, just a normal straight like single player game. No, I don't think it was. I still think it was a multiplayer game, but I just don't think it was Destiny because related. They said they, they want to continue continue with Destiny after they release this IP. Maybe. They're, but they're not ending Destiny now. too. They, they're just ending the uh, the Lion Dark story side. Line. Yeah, the so there may not be line. a new DLC for a couple of years. Well, this one might just be Destiny Three, but they haven't announced Destiny Three yet. They say it's a separate universe. Separate universe. Mm. But yeah, I just look forward to it. I'm just like, this was kind of cool. I I, I think when fucking uh, Microsoft bought uh, Bethesda, I think I joked that Sony should buy Bungie. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I because I I was I've been like. If Sony bought Bungie, that would just be the funniest thing to Microsoft because they owned Halo. And now it's just kind of like, oh, they, they don't own Halo, but they own the developer behind Halo. And that's just funny. So I think I was always just joking that if Sony were to buy anyone, they should buy Bungie. Um, but speaking of Sony buying people, Jim Ryan says more acquisitions are on the way following the Bungie deal. So they are going to be buying more people. Yeah, so I think I've seen Square Enix thrown around a little bit. Uh, Square Enix, uh, Konami, uh, people have thrown out EA because EA has tanked considerably in terms of uh, worth. Um, EA be massive. EA's got a partnership take, with Microsoft. Take Two as well has been thrown around. Um, it would be. It's interesting. I would definitely want to. Uh, like um, I can't. Oh, fuck me. Uh. I don't know. There's just a lot of studios that they could buy. They could buy uh, the people who make uh, Bandai Namco, the people who do like the Dark Souls franchise, uh, was thrown around because Sony has a good partnership with them. Um, but why do Sony need to buy these? They don't, do they need to keep buying people? They, out of all of them, <laughs> it, it would be probably. Oh yeah, Ubisoft's the other one. Ubisoft's the other one that got uh, yeah, yeah, that's what Remedy, the pe- Remedy, the people behind Control. Uh, yeah, there's like a lot of people who could, because, um, the, the issue is that like, uh, I think how much is Ubisoft worth? Ubisoft is like 4 billion, I think in terms of how much it would sell for. Cause yeah, fi- uh, Capcom is 5.29 billion. So that would be like your Sonics and everything like that. Your monster hunters. Uh, s- no, that's Sega. Sega's uh, 4.1. Ubisoft is 6.36 billion. Yeah, so uh, Remedy Control. So there's a lot of ones that they could buy. It's just whether or not Sony has got the deep enough pockets to... um, Because this is the thing. Microsoft has the biggest pockets in gaming, and that's why they can spend nearly $70 billion on Activision. Um, But I was surprised how much um, EA is actually worth. Because EA is not worth nearly a penny towards... uh, Take-Two is $18.81 Uh, so if Sony did want to buy it, they could, but it would be a huge chunk of money out of them. Uh, Bandai Namco is 16.4, uh, and then, oh, fuck me. 
Yeah, it's it's. I can't, I'm trying to find fucking how much. Uh, you Activision thirty eight point uh, EA thirty eight point eight two billion. So about half what Activision would be sold for. Right. So Sony could if they wanted to spend, but Sony is only about a hundred and fifty eight billion dollars in uh, like stock value. But this is the thing. So, uh, Mike, 138. Microsoft is about 12 times bigger than Sony. <laughs> Microsoft is huge. Yeah. Microsoft's the third largest company in the world. Microsoft's 2.29 trillion. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it would just be interesting to see. But I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft is 7.25 billion. Yeah. At least from the thing that I'm looking at. Um, Ubisoft, they could do it because Ubisoft has had a lot of uh, issues similar to Activision with sexual harassment and leadership shakeups. Ubisoft has been kind of negative towards acquisitions in the past, but they could have been in such a bad place similar to Activision that they just go, fuck it, sell it off, get rid of it, fix it, get, get, we'll take the money and run. Yeah, take the money and run, make it Sony's problem now. But hey, look, we'll, we'll find out. Sony's going to be announcing a lot of things in the that coming... That is true. Sony have announced that they're working on a streaming se- service similar to Game Pass. Yeah, apparently it's launching in March. Uh, no, May. I think it's launching in May. May yeah, or that'd March. that'd be interesting to remember. see because they, they, I think they would want all these games. Well, this is the thing because uh, the problem with Sony and uh, like Nintendo trying to do a streaming thing is they can't undercut the cost as much as Microsoft because Microsoft can just drain money on this yeah they can lose because money they, for like they, years yeah and it wouldn't affect them they can, they the amount of money they'd make yeah um, that's why like Amazon and every they're doing the Amazon approach to stuff is they just burn money but they'll make it back in every other aspect because the actual reputation and all of that and the loyalty that people hold to it and the subscription service they'll just have it like they don't have to have they'll have your data they'll sell you stuff it'll be fine and why would you pay 70 quid to play card on PlayStation when you could go and play card on Xbox day one for 9.99 a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I I would eventually, maybe, even just for a month. No. Because I, uh, that person who played for a card for a month, and be like, I'm bored now. I'm done. Yeah. Um, and then the last bit of Sony news, the PlayStation VR 2 website is live. No, no pre-order yet, but you can actually go to the website and have a look. Uh, yep, I, th- I think we also uh, jumped over this, but there's now a partnership with PlayStation and Discord. Oh, yeah. You can yeah, now, so uh, you can now your tie account. your... Yeah, so your friends who are on Discord can see when you're playing PlayStation to make it a little bit easier to show that you're playing games. Unless you're Danny, then you feel offline no matter what, so it's pointless. Yes. I might start doing it. I don't know. I might start appearing online when I actually go and play PlayStation, but I play single-player games at the moment, so there's no point. Yeah, to be honest, I'm just <laughs> I'm doing st- uni work. I was gonna. I was maybe playing um, some games with my, my mate or our mates today, and uh, mm. yeah, <laughs> I got distracted. Uh, yeah, so let's jump to Nintendo, who has had a big week, to be honest, uh, with the Nintendo Switch outselling the Nintendo Wii. I was quite surprised about this because I, I don't think I've, I don't feel like it's that big the Switch, but it clearly is. No, it is really big. It is the like fifth highest selling console now. Uh, highest selling consoles because they outsold the Wii and the PlayStation 1 so it is now yeah it's now the fifth 
highest selling console of all time behind the PlayStation 2, the Nintendo DS family, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color, the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch is the f- fifth one. Uh, so it outsold the PlayStation, the Wii, the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, Game Boy Advance, the PlayStation Portable, uh, Nintendo 3DS family, the Xbox One, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S. The Wii U. Oh, yeah, the PlayStation 5 outsold the Wii U, by the way. Oh, yeah, I just saw that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is funny. Uh, But, yeah, it's kind of cool. I still haven't bought one, but it it just goes to show you how wide gaming is. Because, like, people do want casual gaming. Yeah, because the Switch is... Nintendo occupy a section of the market that's completely different. Yeah, that's why Nintendo isn't worried about anything that's going on with Sony and Microsoft. And that's why Microsoft does not consider Nintendo a threat. And they consider like Amazon and Google a threat, even though Google is basically losing that race, as we'll get to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it's interesting. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, 103 but million. That's so many. Yeah. And it's still selling. And, they've, and that's even without it being the most powerful thing. It only came out four it's, years ago. Yeah. Like, it's impressive. It's doing big numbers. It might actually become the, the top-selling console. <laughs> and Nintendo has said that it is um, only halfway through its life cycle. So, Yeah, that's mental. It might actually... I think, I think it will overtake the PS4. I'm sure it will. I'm, I'll be sad if it overtakes the PS2, because that, that's been there for ages, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. I've, will it outdo the DS? Well, the DS is portable. That's the thing. It's, but the, the the problem with the DS is that that technically shouldn't be that high because that's every single DS variant available. Yeah, which so is that's the game. That's just not not realistic at all. That's just that's just fake statistics. That's just <laughs> hey, look, every Nintendo DS, the DS, uh, the DSi, the DSi XL. Because at that point, you might the, just add all the Playstations and say, oh yeah, this is Playstations. The PlayStation 2, the PlayStation... I'm sure they do add the PlayStation 2 Slim and stuff to that number, but... Well, yeah, but PS2 Slim, it's a bit different, because the 3DS and the, the DS are argue different consoles. Yeah. Whereas the Slim but, and the normal Well, look, it says here, the DS sold 18.79 million units. The majority of sales come through the DS Lite and 93.86 million units, so... I suppose... And then... Maybe the PS4 Pro should be considered different to the PS4. Latter two months of the DS product line, the DSi and the DSi XL helped to further drive the sales by 41.37 million units combined. So if you're taking it just on those statistics alone, they should only be, they should be separated into three different categories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But hey, look, it's still... And that's the thing. The Game Boy and the, Game, uh, the DS are like these units. PlayStation 4 is probably the PS4 Pro and the PS4 Slim and the PS4. So, I mean, it's technically all of them should just be split into their categories, but, like, who knows? 93 million is still impressive for the DS Lite. I had a DS Lite. I think I just had a DS. We'll get I had the original one. I had a Game Boy as well. I have had Nintendo products. I always forget. Just like, uh. uh and then the last bit of Nintendo news is Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser could be in prison for up to five years. What did this and guy that's do just again? Fun. Uh, U.S. government officials want Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser to face five years jail sentence for his role in creating and selling devices that ho- hosted pirated games. All right. 
the proposed 60-month sentence was discovered in a recent court document spotted by Eurogamer. The document lays down the argument for Bowser to be locked away for five years with further three years of supervised release in order for him to be uh, to recognize the harm that derived from his crimes having pled guilty to two piracy charges last year. So yeah, he basically pirated a lot of games and hosted them. Uh, Bowser collected 320k over seven years, but they have indicted that the other members of the Enterprise earned more. Uh, so Nintendo of America and its president, Doug Bowser, filed a lawsuit against his dad. <laughs> uh, it's just weird that this guy is like stealing money from Nintendo, having the name Bowser, and then the president of Nintendo is called Bowser. That's quite weird. That's quite weird. But moving on to yeah. Xbox, the uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard deal will reportedly be reviewed by the FTC. Uh, and also Microsoft CEO doesn't see Activision Blizzard acquisition being blocked by the FTC. Yeah, I so I mean, I think we've got different opinions on this. Well, I think it'll just pass with ease. My, my opinion is it won't be blocked, but it is going to cause the FTC and the federal governments to change how these acquisitions happen. Because they are Pass, they are in the process of changing the laws. There is heavy push for the laws to be changed because they're outdated and they don't work the way that um, the acquisition laws are meant to work because they're meant to base like uh, the one that fucked it up is the people who bought um, uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, they, they fucked it up because they basically lied about everything that they were going to do and it was meant to help build um, sale uh, like it was meant to give jobs but they ended up firing a shit ton of people it was and then they basically ended up selling it off anyway so it was just like wasted money base so it, it, they are looking to change the laws and if they do it will basically account for everything that the business owns not just the market that they're going into and how it will affect that because again like we said microsoft can basically force uh just afford to lose money on game pass and force everyone to buy it because of how good a deal it is and basically fuck sony because they don't need like sony has standalone games but you're not going to buy a console if your friends are on modern warfare whatever it is no that is true but at the end of the day i mean i just buy a pc yeah but not everyone wants to buy a pc dan people, I know, that is true people, that is true but like you can play it on mobile I, you can play game, it on right. pc you can play it on xbox and i know all you're doing is buying it. That's all it is. It's, it's whether or not it fucks the market because you can just play it on everything and they can force you onto just buying the Microsoft brand. That's the thing. It's just buying the Microsoft brand, not buying everything else. Because you can buy it on a mobile. You can buy it on your though, console. You can... With all that, I still think Sony's got the better exclusives. That doesn't matter, though. <laughs> well, no, but you're still going to go into the PlayStation ecosystem just to get the exclusives. Yeah, but not everyone will. I know not everyone that's will, the thing. but... That that's that's dedicated gamers for Sony. That's not that's the very small market, Dan. You're talking casual gamers playing King, Candy Crush. You're talking people just playing got, Call I of Duty. They got King now as well. Yeah, they got Candy Crush. They got fucking Call of Duty, the most casually played game for like people. Like they own a lot of games now that people will just play and not know because a lot of people don't know this. This is not a monopoly at this point. No, but it's not. Cons it's the, the, that's because of the law at the moment. What defi defines a monopoly? This law will change what the definition of Would a monopoly is. Would you consider Microsoft and Xbox now a monopoly? Yes. 
think they do. I generally do. I don't think it's by de- base definition of what it is at the moment, but I do consider it very... V- if Microsoft continues on this purchasing spree, because all they're doing is doing it before Amazon and Google or Apple decide to do it. That is true, because those, all those companies or, or are going to Or Tencent. All those companies that can do it. Like, all these big companies are just going to do this. And so Microsoft is just getting in first and buying up the big like heavy hitters so that all of the uh, other companies can't because at the moment it's not considered a monopoly so microsoft can do it because there's so many vast gaming platform uh developers that it's like oh yeah no it doesn't affect it because there's so many but if we buy all the biggest ones but yeah, there's so still all the little ones is that the problem the minute it's not weighted it's just numbers it's it, yeah it's just it's just like hey look we're gonna We'll basically own Call of Duty and everyone plays Call of Duty. So we'll basically go, yeah, people can still play it on their PlayStation or their Nintendo or their PC, but we get all the revenue from it. And then it's like, oh, we'll get all the exclusives. We'll we'll price gouge Game Pass because we can bleed money into it. You don't have a platform that can support this. You can't you can't afford to have all of these games that you need to sell for 70 quid go on your platform for free day of because you're bleeding money paying for all of these games that are your first party exclusives we're microsoft we can just bleed money we can make first party games that are massive and bring people to our console you have to get the money back we don't that is <laughs> That's true. the thing that is true microsoft can just bleed money making games and still make the pl- like money off of it playstation has to sell their games for 70 quid because otherwise they're not making game development is so expensive and Sony is like like most of Sony explo- uh, Sony ex- uh, exclusives cost more than seventy uh, like a hundred million to make, so they're just they'll just they need to make their money back. So if Microsoft can afford to lose the uh, hundred million or whatever it is making the game, Sony can't. They need to make their money back. That's the thing. It's if Call of Duty is now able to not have to worry about making its profit back, they can just price gouge Sony out of everything. That's what that's the problem with it is. It's like, oh, all of these Bethesda games that used to cost 70 quid now cost nothing because you can just buy it for nothing on Game Pass for 9.99 a month. You can just play it. Oh, why would you go and play it, pay 70 quid? You can just go play it on this. Anyway, that's the problem. With let's it. move on because we're an hour into the podcast right now and we've still got a lot more to cover. The final bit of not that much. Xbox news is uh, Phil Spencer has is to receive the lifetime annual dice award for uh lifetime achievement which will be funny when dice is i think is dice dice is the people who make um uh yeah battlefield yeah so it's their game award and if sony does buy ea then he'll get that stricken away because they'll be all mean oh yeah by the way uh phil spencer did uh and xbox did congratulate uh sony buying oh yeah that did happen no uh bungie yeah so they're all they're all chummy. I bet they're going. God damn it! We wanted to burn. Me, 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 me. I don't think they care. No, yeah, they're, they're, we, we nearly they're got it. We nearly got it when we bought Activision, but they left. They left two years earlier. God damn it! Or three years earlier because they left. I don't know if they actually would. They would have got it because Activision didn't own Bungie, did they? It was just a partnership. Yeah, but they would have still been. I think they were partnered in terms of a contract that locked them into making games for them. That was the thing. So yeah. They would have still had to contractually oblige to the deal if they weren't broken it. It's a weird one, though. 
Well, the thing is, the, uh, Bungie wanted to be independent, and then they now have been acquired by someone, so they're no longer independent. But they are now independent in terms... Of, they just had a cash injection. That's well, all I think they want to be independent in what they do, not independent. They don't want to lose... They, they. It's basically what I was saying. It's now a cash injection into all their projects, yeah, and so they don't have to... I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden, maybe not this DLC, but the next two Destiny 2 DLCs will be absolutely insane. You'd hope. I don't have like mad funding in it and whatever, but you never know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, hey, look, good for Phil Spencer. He has turned Xbox around substantially, so he does kind of deserve it. He just bought a bunch of companies and went, we're not going to be a home entertainment system anymore. We're going to be a gaming console. It's almost like <laughs> when you release a game console, they want it to be a games console. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're not going to make it a home video console anymore. We're not going to focus on TV and stuff. We're just going to buy every game developer in the world. We will make you play our system. Yeah, you hate us? Well, we'll buy every beloved franchise from your childhood and your adulthood. We will make you play our system. Anyway, that's but it. Yeah, that's been gaming. That's it for gaming news. Going on to the weird, wacky, wonderful world. An artist has yep. placed... A cube made from a hundred that's not right, eleven point nope, seven million worth of gold in Central Park. Yep. Protected by its own security detail. Yeah, this is um Stupid. Yeah. This <laughs> is uh this is just this is how stupid art is. This is the NFT of the real world. <laughs> they just put a block of gold in the middle of nowhere. I was gonna say, why has no one stolen it? And then I did read that they had its own security detail. Yeah, because someone would steal it. It's worth so much. How much money? Oh, yes, that says 11.7 million. It's so heavy, though. You'd have to, like, bring in, like, a crane or something, and that's not going to go unnoticed. You don't need the security detail. (laughs) It's going to be art. It's just a cube. Yeah, it's just a block. There's not any engravings on it. I don't think it's even that polished. It's just gold. A block of gold. Yeah. Uh, German artist Nicholas Costello is launching a cryptocurrency. Yeah, fuck off. He's launching a (laughs) cryptocurrency alongside it. I should have put this in the cryptocurrency news <laughs> or the NFT news. Yeah, so yeah, that that was a thing. Uh, Build a Bear has just, also just launched an After Dark series of horny teddy bears. Yep. So whilst Eminem is making them no longer sexy, Build a Bear is going. We're gonna fight back and make them sexy. Uh, I forgot Build a Bear is a thing. I've never built a bear. So basically, the children market is dying down. So like, yeah. Let's go to the adult market. Yeah, let's get strap-ons for teddy bears. People fuck their dolls, right? (laughs) (laughs) People fuck those pillows, right? The sad thing is, I can imagine that actually happening. Uh, So, yeah, you can buy, like, a rabbit with roses over roses. Um, Oh, rose over roses. No, rosé over roses. Oh, is that... I have never pronounced rosé in my life. It's rosé. Yeah, I missed the little thing above the e but yeah it, it, that makes more sense yeah um but yeah and you can buy a lion with a bathrobe on so <laughs> hey look next valentine's day is coming up soon so maybe get your significant other a special builder bear with a strap on on it <laughs> <laughs> let's move on uh moving on to some political news a victory for the defiant irishman as Russia agrees to move its war games from their patch. Yeah, so basically Russia was going to do some testing in the sea near 
Irish, Ireland, and uh, they were a bunch of fishermen went. No, fuck you, Russia. So they just decided to plan their next expedition out to fish because they were doing it in like the fishing grounds. So all the fishermen just went, yeah, we're going to go fish there. If you want to fucking start a war, we're going to be there. If you accidentally kill any of us, they're going to just fight you and we'll, you'll start World War Three. And so Russia went, ah, fuck, we'll move. Fuck, we don't want to fight the Irish. <laughs> so yeah, it was just kind of funny. The Irish actually won a battle against uh, Russia. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I just saw a map that's kind of scary with like the how the Russian troops are placed around Russia. That's not right. How the Russian troops are placed around Ukraine. Yeah, they're doing stuff. It's not looking good. It's not looking good for the world right now. Uh, yeah, so Irish fishermen said up to 60 trawlers would continue this to, to use the space that Russian warships were originally supposed to occupy for their naval exercises. Um would so peacefully disrupting the russian maneuvers uh so basically yeah it's just like hey look we're gonna we're gonna not let you use our waters to do your testing of your equipment and if you do actually shoot a irish fisherman the world's gonna go no and nuke the shit out of you because it's think it's do first think later is the world the way the world works yeah and um hopefully world war three doesn't start yeah because we're close to it. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's any closer than it was last year. Or the year before. Oh, I meant close to Russia. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I don't care about America. They can get nuked to shit. I just don't want them to nuke us. <laughs> and then our <laughs> final news for the weird rocky is a Pacific Island nation of Kiribati imposes first lockdown after coronavirus detected on flight. Yeah, so this is a small island uh and it basically never got covid it had like one case and then a bunch of mormons came and uh infected people with covid and now the island's gone into lockdown it's quite funny yeah um but this is the thing it was a bunch of of the islanders who had gone and left uh and were stuck in other countries whilst uh they were um whilst covid was happening and then they 36 people on the flight from Fiji tested positive on landing about a week ago on the first plane to arrive since the nation reopened its borders this month. All 50, uh, 54 passengers were isolated at a facility, but at least four cases were since reported in the community, including a security guard at the isolation center. Samoa also announced a full lockdown for 48 hours starting Saturday after an uptick of 15 coronavirus cases that arrived in the Pacific nation on the, a flight from Australia. So yeah, it was just a bunch of people <laughs> coming back after being stuck for like the last two years in another country, and then they all came back positive and infected the country. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a fun thing. And it was just funny that they were Mormons as well, like coming back from uh, uh, a religious expedition <laughs> to then come back and infect everyone. Moving on. Let's go on to the next thing. To our final section of Tech Time and Science Shenanigans. Facebook has lost users for the first time since they were established. Yep. Uh, also, it's <laughs> so it lost the, more than one million daily users, dropping to one nine two nine billion in the three months leading to December, from one nine three billion at the end of its previous quarter. Facebook rebranded to Meta, which is stupid uh stock plummeted by about 20 percent as a result removing around 175 
billion dollars of company value. That is massive. <laughs> that, that's a huge uh, drop. Zuck Muck, uh, Zuck Muckerberg, <laughs> Zuck Muckerberg, Zuck, <laughs> Zuck Muckerberg. Uh, Ma- what the fuck's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he lost like he dropped like so many places off the uh, top richest men in the world because <laughs> of this. Yeah, so is this is actually fun. about the same level as it was sort of mid twenty twenty now. So it's not yeah. that much lower. It's crazy just think how much money they gained in the past year. Well, yeah, everyone was using, everyone was posting fake news on about fake COVID denial. Um, Their excuse is that there's now more brands such as TikTok competing for users' attention despite popular apps like Messenger, Instagram, and WhatsApp all falling under the meta umbrella. So, so does this, yeah, I'm assuming that does now count like Messenger and WhatsApp as well. Hmm? The, when it drops users, does that count like Instagram and I imagine so. It's hard to tell because they've done this stupid... I think it's Facebook itself, like in terms of the general brand, which is now meta. So I think it's just they've lost that many people off of all those platforms. Um, and I don't blame people for leaving. I've I've basically dropped. I only use their Messenger app. I don't use Instagram. WhatsApp sucks, but I have to use it because other people use it. Um, you use Signal. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's like a, another one, but it do not doesn't touch my Microsoft at all. Not Microsoft, Meta at all. Wow. Good luck trying to convince other people to use it. Yeah, I know. That's what I've had. Yeah. Um, and then a bit more uh, Facebook Meta Oculus news is Oculus Quest Store has surpassed $1 billion in revenue. So they made a bunch of money. So despite losing $1.75 billion, they made a billion. Well, over time, it's finally made. It's a now um, uh, PC, uh, oh, PC gaming. VR gaming is now a billion dollar industry. It's what basically would say it's now a billion dollar in- industry. Yeah, because it's now surpassed a billion in revenue. So it's made a billion. So it's now a billion dollar revenue because now. <laughs> Hasn't gaming always been, is that, isn't it? No, I said VR gaming, fuckface. <laughs> Why are you so abusive to me? <laughs> because you deserve it <laughs> sitting there all pretty like and just not doing anything making me talk <laughs> I will always make you talk I'm not, I'll say you're not really giving me a chance to talk I keep trying to talk and you just carry on well go on then talk talk about Oculus Quest surpassing 1 billion in revenue Dad talk I'm, I'm just going to go talk. on to the next like talking about no nope, you're going to talk about this one fuck it nope talk about it talk about this one what talk do you about say Oculus about it talk- well, you want to say you interrupted me and you had nothing story. to say well, tough shit. You're going to have to talk for about five minutes on Oculus Quest or surpassing not. one billion. Meta has a solution <laughs> to VR stalkers of a four-foot zone of personal, personal virtual space. You can no longer get groped in the metaverse. Well, that's what they told that woman who did get groped in the metaverse to do. <laughs> Just turn on your safety bubble that stops people from being able, able to interact with you. Well, I think this is just by default now that no one can go anywhere near four feet. Yeah, so you're going to have to have long conversations. It's COVID all over again. <laughs> Social distancing in VR. Yeah, because people are fucked up in the head and want to touch women. <sighs> yeah, like Mason Greenwood, Benjamin Mendy. <sighs> I don't know who any of those people are. Are they footballers? Yeah, footballers who are currently in uh, legal cases. I figured. I heard some things about bad footballers and that's why my brain went there. 
Yeah. Also, Minecraft YouTubers and Twitch streamers. Bad people. There's a lot of nonsense in the world. Not nonsense, perverts. That as well. There's both. But there's a lot of Sadly. bad people. There's a lot of bad people. We should just put them in a their own metaverse, just Matrix style, and just make them fucking hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> make them rape each other. Yeah, yeah. Just have Are a you- bunch of little. <laughs> just have them all have child avatars or like women avatars so they can just go around trying to grope each other yeah they can understand what maybe they'll learn from that maybe they'll learn from their actions that they don't like being on the receiving end and we just tank them up and feed them using tubes yeah we force them to eat and sleep yeah uh moving on (laughs) that was very disturbing thanks for that one uh inside google's plan well you wanted to talk dan (laughs) inside google's plan to salvage its Stadia gaming service. Is there actually a plan to salvage it? Uh, they're basically going to strike deals with other companies to use their streaming technology rather than uh, just have it. <laughs> yeah, so apparently it's going to get rebranded to Google Stream. Yeah, uh, and they're going to sell to Peloton, Bungie apparently, and a bunch of other things. Peloton? To- you get Peloton on Google Stadia? For streaming service, like maybe games. <laughs> I can't read this because it's by the insider and they have a subscription service. So I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but things I don't feel like Stadia can be salvaged. I if Google put actual money <laughs> behind it. Okay, let's go on Kotaku. Bad news for all Stadian. Stadians out there? Is that what they call them? A new report claims that Google is trying to salvage its Stadia streaming service by not focusing on video games, but instead looking to make deals with companies like Peloton to create a playable experience and online demos. Uh, As spotted by The Verge, the news comes from the Business Insider report published yesterday and which paints a not-so-happy ending for Stadia. The service has apparently been demoted within Google and Stadia boss Phil Harrison now reporting to Google's vice president of subscription services instead of directly to Google's hardware boss. (sighs) Rick Arshilot. According to the reports, this is characterized by the insiders as a demotion for the entire Stadia service following disappointing sales and performing far below Google's expectation. Far below. Uh, that, that's now an seems, statement, is it not? Yes, I still have Stadia, but I don't pay for their subscription service. It now seems that the plan over at Google Stadia is to focus on lucrative deals with other companies to create empower experiences for them. And oddly, folks have already seen some of these deals with a recent game found on Peloton bikes actually powered by Google Stream. Uh, according to current and former Google Stadia employees, there are some folks who still believe the dream of playing stuff like Cyberpunk 2077 on your phone but one person who spoke to Business Insider estimated that only about 20% of the focus now at Stadia was being on the gaming side. So, yeah. Sad times. How long did Stadia last? When did Stadia launch? <laughs> isn't this like, isn't this a normal Google thing? They cancel things like from straight away. Oh yeah, they try and do something and then they cancel it immediately. Google Stadia launched in November 19. Wow. What, this year? Last year? November 2019. Uh, Three years. That- Coming up, too. yeah, and uh, November 19, 2019. Huh. <laughs> wow, oh, it launched in America in 2018. It was announced in America in 2018, but yeah, um, so yeah, they they fucked it. I think they know that they need to get it working because they know that Microsoft are gonna do, do it anyway. Yeah, I'm surprised Google just hasn't bought a shit ton of companies, I guess, because they they run like Microsoft has kind of um 
stayed under the radar of like the FTC in terms of business acquisitions that considered them a monopoly. Like Google and uh, like Apple and uh, like other companies have a lot more like running the risk of if they buy stuff, they get because Microsoft had a big thing where they were uh, fucked when it came to monopolies because they bought a bunch of things and then the uh, the governments hated them. And now Microsoft basically turned around and did the good boy approach. A similar thing happened to um, Fox, wasn't it? When Disney bought Fox, they had to sell off the. They sports. had to sell off the news division. They had to sell off the news divisions because uh, uh, Disney owned ABC, which was competing networks. Right, so you couldn't yeah. have the same network. You couldn't have the same networks under the uh, different networks under the same banner, because then you could have basically all of the new studios just promote the same news that one studio uh, studio wanted. At least film isn't so messed up. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the state of c- cinema, Dad? <laughs> Disney owns everything and <laughs> ruining every movie. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It does own the Because it's ones. all soulless and s- look at all the Netflix things. They all look the same. Generic action movies, generic sci-fi movie. There's no heart yeah, left in it. There's no soul. And I forgot to go and watch Nightmare Alley when I booked it. Wait, what? Did you actually not watch it? No, I was booked in to go watch it first day and then I forgot and I went home and I didn't watch it. Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to go watch it. And now I can't watch it because it's not on... Um, I don't think it's in cinemas. At, well, it is in cinemas, but not at a convenient time for me to go watch it. I think the last convenient time to go watch it was the time that I booked for. And then I just forgot to go and watch it. And then our final news is EU has ordered all personal data collected through consent pop-ups to be deleted. Yeah. Finally, your privacy is coming back to you. Except we're in the UK and we don't have to do any of these laws. No, but I think we still probably will. We still probably get affected, but yeah. I mean, this is good. But yeah, I'm I hate about this. But it also now means that you're probably going to get a bunch of emails going, turn on these and get these again, like every other time, because your personal data has been lost and we need to rebuild it. Yeah. <laughs> So you're going to get a lot of websites now going, hey, look, we've deleted your personal data. Please sign back up to have our personal data be tracked and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think that's it. That's our yeah. news over and done with. Anything you want to recommend? Uh, I'm still playing A Plague's Tale. I played a bit more of that today. Um, still good. I'm enjoying it. I think I'm close to the end. So I might be finished by the next time we talk. Well, unfortunately, I've actually dropped off on Tomb Raider a little bit. Um, hopefully <gasps> get back into it at no. some point, but... Don't don't let it be a Watchdogs Legion. I try not. I try not. But I am quite busy with uni work right now. So you fool. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, thank you for listening. Check out last week's TFE and TBO of guess the bad movie based on the bad review. Nope, bad explanation. Guess the movie based on the bad explanation. I I put a lot of effort into it. I put a lot of effort into it. Yes. We didn't spend about 40 minutes of Dan trying to put that effort into it before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> when we were meant to record because Dan put some effort into it, and I went, no, put more effort <laughs> into it. <laughs> Told you, put a lot of effort into it. But anyway, thank you for listening. Leave a view, leave a like, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next time. Check out all the links below. They're on a link tree now. Bye. <laughs>